Case number 081620. Evidence lot 1776. Intercepted call by Max Sure as the Sun Rises. Recipient unknown. I told you that it was a trap. Why didn't you listen to me? We sent them into their waiting arms and now we've lost some of our people. I know what we are doing is important and if we pull it all off, we could change everything. But you've convinced them that they're chosen by history. When we first hired them, they were just some kids who had just gotten someone important back to them and they were wary and they were scared, but they were smart. Now you've, no, no, now we've convinced them that they can run into any kind of dangerous thing and come out of the other side unharmed. Them getting caught is on us and us alone. and thank you for tuning in to The Room Where It Happened, an actual play podcast built on communal world building and having fun with friends. Uh, today we are continuing our game of Scum and Villainy by John LaBeouf Little and Strauss Asimovic and with elements of Beam Saber by Austin Ramsey. Um, the, uh, with me today, as always, uh, playing Sam Shelby is Zach. What? It's me. <laughs> Howdy. Um, my name is Eric Fredrickson. You can find me on Twitter at Office God. You can find the music I do at IamBugBear.Bandcamp.com. There's only a little bit there now, but in the future, there will be more. Uh, and Cooper, playing Cooper Coppertop Shelby is Jade. Hi, it's me. I'm Jade. You can find me on Twitter at JadeOxfordRose. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, and you can also catch me on Follow the Leader at FTLcast with uh, some other people who you probably have heard of by this point. <laughs> oh, and, al- and also might be here right now. <laughs> no, that's a lie. <laughs> um, be sure and- to tune in to our Torchbearer game that we played one session of six months ago. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, that one, that game. That's where you know us from. Mm-hmm. And playing Caraway Shelby is Mab. Hi, you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Little Lady Mab. My pronouns are she, her. Ah, uh, shenanigans. Shenanigans. Get ready for them. Yeah. Um, so we are, uh, obviously it's not our regular crew. Uh, it will be for a little while, so strap in. If you liked the Shelbys from Building the Bleed, um, then you're going to get some Shelby content for the next <laughs> while. I did the math, and it might be like 20 episodes. The, uh... <laughs> So fucking strap the fuck in, kids. Does that mean that uh, we have to strap in if we're going to be recording that long? Oh my god! Yeah. You well, it's not as many out. sessions. Got rem- I break the it, it, you know I break the the sessions into like four, you know, know one hour that. chunks. So I know that we're just so. going to be here for twenty hours. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We've we taken whole, over the show. We did do that one twenty four hour live stream. Like that wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Just do it. We, we were all there for the go. whole time. Oh, uh, I'm already just thinking about it. Eat shit, kingdom game from friends at the table. Actually, it's probably still going to be. That's going to be more than twenty hours by the time they release all the episodes. Uh-huh. I'm sure. Um. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um. So. Uh, we pick up on Live Oak, uh, kind of like sweeping camera shot as the opening uh, bars of Lone Pine Hill by Justin Towns Earl uh, starts playing. Uh, we get a, like a long shot of a robot um, 
they this robot is got, got very like rounded shapes like a rounded glass cockpit there's obvious sh- signs of repair one of the arms mismatches the other arm uh though it's definitely not like junky anymore but you know there's definitely been some spare parts and some patching done to them um and as the song sort of continues uh we get some fade ups of our of our crew, uh, as the camera fades up, what, what does it see, uh, what does it see, uh, Sam doing, Zach? Um, so, sorry, we're, are this we is just kind of like, this is like cold open, we're just kind of like getting like, uh, passing shots of a television show of like, the characters and kind of like passive, like, you know, um, like doing their own thing sort of vibe, you know what I mean? Uh-huh, I think, well, Sam probably is then, uh, chopping wood. He's choring. Choring, doing some chores. Mm-hmm. He's got like a, a, a an axe and he, and he's chopping wood and he's got like a big cord of of of, of chopped wood already on a sled that he's gonna take back home when he's done. Good, good. Um, what do we find uh, Cooper doing, Jade? Uh, Coop is listening to music. Um. And has got like sheafs of paper spread out in front of them and propped up on the desk against one wall is like the hood, just like the the flat part of a of a car or a truck propped up against a wall that they use a dry wipe pen on. <laughs> uh, it's just covered in notes. Um, and you see them like check the paper, rub something out and correct it and smile to themselves. Great. And uh, what what do we find Caraway doing, Mab? Uh, she is currently holed up inside the cockpit of the arrow and is making some adjustments on uh, some of her controls and might be trying to not have to ask Coop for help, trying to do it on her own. We'll see how well it works. Right. Some instruction manual open on the open uh-huh. on the uh, or space YouTube uh, open yep. on her phone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, and I think uh, the camera pans back around to the robot and then light sort of shines on them as uh, Max, sure as the sun rises, enters into the room. Uh, and it they look very mad. Um, and... Uh, Why do they not? Yeah, I know, right? The, the, they're particularly mad. They've got good reason okay. to be mad this time around. Um, as, I didn't do it. Yeah, as they... Uh, they the inner and uh, door shuts and the song cuts off. So uh, I guess kind of first off, let's let's get some updates with with um, with the Shelby's. I know that there's a big um, a big development with Sam uh, as in these last two years. Uh, he grew a mustache. I did not grow a mustache. <laughs> you said you grew a mustache. I did not say that. Was that just a joke that we were making? I'm being misrepresented in this court. (laughs) Well, I was mistaken. All right. Um, No, Sam doesn't have a mustache. He is as clean shaven as a baby's bottom. (laughs) I've been looking up pictures of Johnny Cash ever grew a beard, and he did not. So neither does Sam. Um, Johnny Cash didn't do it. I won't either. John, Sam is Johnny Cash, except seven feet tall and ripped. <laughs> um, cool. So uh, we've we, we've shifted the Shelby's from Spirit of Seventy Seven into Scum and Villainy. Uh, so let's go ahead and get playbooks. Uh, we'll do playbooks real quick. Um, and uh, also let let's remind everybody about like uh like character pronouns and all that jazz. So, uh, Caraway, let's, uh, tell me about Caraway. <laughs> yeah. So I am playing the pilot playbook. Um, she uses she, her pronouns, um, is the babyest sibling and is 21 now. I believe we decided. Yeah. She can and... legally drink. Legally. Yeah, that's, huh? that's, yeah, that's, that's Wait, it. you guys were keeping the legal space age for drinking at 21? <laughs> I don't. Squares. I don't, listen, I don't make the laws that the Rickies do. Yeah, Who let them? Anyway. Them well, that's why they fought the war. <laughs> there was a war, yeah. I might remind you. All nice. about underage drinking. Yeah, well, they're. they're 
old people, so whatever. Um, <laughs> they just, uh, what, whatever. Uh, she likes to go fast, very mm-hmm. fast, in her uh, in her mech <coughs> that is called the Arrow, and she'll race you, but only because she knows she's going to win, and she'll like to rub it in your face later. <laughs> Total brat about it. Yeah, she's the babiest sibling. Look at her older siblings. <laughs> of course she's the babiest brat. <laughs> um, what does she look like again, Mab? Oh, fuck if I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was trying to give you an opening, my friend. <laughs> I know. Um, like, average height um, and, uh, like, long, straight hair. Her her official look by the playbook is she wears a leather bomber jacket and jeans, childish face, long hair, slim, and wild eyes. Um, the wild eyes are gotta go fast eyes. <laughs> what love it, love it. Um, all right, tell us about uh, Cooper Copper Top Car- uh, Shelby. Uh, Not Jay- Caraway. Caraway, yeah, <laughs> Cooper Copper Top Caraway um, Shelby. Uh, surprising perhaps nobody that lets that did catch the uh spirit of 77 game uh cooper is using the mechanic playbook um, what? i know i know i know uh they are five foot nothing short and round with um literally let me check my notes a metric ton of red curly hair um freckles bright eyes and is perpetually wearing coveralls and work boots um, easy to smile, not good with people, very good with robots and machines. Uh, you, that, that's them. If you're listening oh, and now and you didn't listen to Spirit of 77, you have met, you guys have met Cooper before. Yeah, Cooper showed up, um, met Winter, uh, on the first downtime and, uh, encountered some stray dogs on Trupolo Station, um, they were not stray dogs, but were in fact uh, Mads and Beagle. But there we are. Mm-hmm. Um, we were we were also there at that at Melon Pass. We just you know we were just off screen. It's true. Yeah. Listen, you no one's gonna miss the no one's gonna miss the annual Rhine County Watermelon Festival. You absolutely cannot. That is, it's <laughs> in the charter. There's free bad wine. Like, geez. Yeah. That's in the um, Shelby scrap that I drank anyway, even though I was too young. Policy. Apparently. <laughs> Uh, Coop has so much hair. Jeez. Coop has so much hair. It's longer than the last time, uh, than Spirit 77. They just keep growing it. Oh, and they mm. have like um, earrings all the way up one ear and a septum piercing because it's their one nod to being cool. Perhaps Caraway convinced them to do it. I don't know. <laughs> He's like, come on, get your ears pressed with me. <laughs> and Coop's like, Every I don't time. know. <laughs> and then like, just like got the first one's like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, this. this is my life now. <laughs> Um, and, uh, Zach, tell us about Sam Shelby. So Sam Shelby, uh, is the muscle. Uh, he's got black hair, uh, styled up in a little pompadour. Not, it's not ostentatious or anything. It's just slick, uh, dark tower, uh, eyes, a towering body. He is six, uh, foot eight inches, uh, and is covered in rippling muscles, uh, stronger than any man has right to be. Um, uh, he, the body ha- uh, touchstone is, is Hathor Bjornsson, the mountain, uh, but the face is Johnny Cash. Uh, and where, what was I saying? Oh, also, he often wears a leather jacket. He is not now because he's not working. He's just wearing a flannel uh, shirt. And jeans and boots. Sounds good. He's uh, a uh, salt for, of the earth guy with a hammer. Uh, for clarity, Coop is 25 now. 25. So. Sam is 28. Nearing that big 3 0. He's got to die first. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that odd. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, starting off with that good, good energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Listen, my birthday's in a week and a half. <laughs> right, I, I, you're all deeper. older than me. <laughs> wow. 
effort. I just that didn't mean to be to be directly, you know, snarky at you. Just, <laughs> no, you're good. Um, okay, so to catch you guys and the audience up, um, the Shelbys have been part of the Rest by the Waters group. Uh, an air quotes terrorist organization, at least a terrorist organization in the eyes of the UPRC. Uh, we did blow up a spaceport. I mean, yeah, that you did blow up a spaceport. Um, that, that was like military or something, wasn't it? That was like, uh, that was like. No, you weren't attacking traffic. civilians. Yeah. Yeah, you were there like pinching military hardware. Uh, we needed it. We did. Um, so the 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 basic idea of the rest by the waters group is. For one, they like making life hard for the for the UPRC. Um, the leader of so the official figurehead leaders of the organization. Like if you uh, if you were trying to meet with the leadership from another group, you would meet with either Dolly or Sam. Uh, those are the kind of the two faces. But the real actual like leaders of the group uh, probably fall falls to. Uh, Palladium, who is the big mech that we, we saw in the opening there. And, um, and, uh, Max Sure's the Sun Rises, uh, who is a member of the Johnnies, which is kind of like, um, it's sort of like, a like, what if, uh, like, it, what if the new monastics sent out people to help you figure out how to farm, uh, sort of, <laughs> sort of group, um, Instead of intentional communities, they they send out people to help other people set up intentional communities is the basic idea of the Johnnies. Um, I think the way that I describe them in the faction, uh, the faction list is do 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 do. Where did I put them? Yeah, the Johnnies, uh, a somewhat religious group with a focus on making citizens of the bleed self-sufficient. Uh, they'll teach how to plant crops, run a small solar farm and maintain firearms you know, for hunting and self-defense. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so that's sort of the vibe that, that Max brings to things. Um, the overall plan that Palladium has is to actually liberate the bleed, um, by, uh, figuring out how to destroy the razor, which is the gate that connects the bleed to the rest of the UPRC. Um, uh, by doing that, it will significantly slow the UPRC response to the area. Um, by significantly, I mean, like, it, it won't, like, if they have to travel through dark space, it's a, it's a decade before anyone can get to them. Uh, so it may not, there, there's a, ch like, Palladium believes that, like, there's a solid chance that if they blow the gate, the UPRC may never come back. Um... So that's cool. Uh, the other thing Palladium wants to do, uh, what with being a sentient robot and all, wants to awaken all of the other robots uh, in kind of like this big, big thing. Because like robots uh, and AI are waking up currently, but there's no rhyme or reason to it. It seems to be entirely random. Uh, and Palladium seems uh, bent on the idea that like they can, instead of it, kind of coming about organically it can be made to happen like you can speed the process along um for the most part uh that's been the plan uh wheels have been spinning for a little while now on that plan uh because blowing up a large space station uh is hard <laughs> and <laughs> um matt Bra uh creating the uh Creating the singularity is also very hard. Uh, just, to, you know, two very, you know, just easy tasks, right? Um, but recently, you all were contacted by an information broker. Augustine raked out the ashes. Uh, if it was a video call, you guys would have seen them, and they're fly as hell. Uh, and Augustine offered you uh, offered your group seemingly knew that your group was not run by Sam and Dolly uh, and kind of like call out Palladium, not by name, but more or less is like, hey, I know I know that Palladium exists sort of thing, uh, which was a little bit of a red flag. But what they were offering you was 
um, data, uh, the data drive from a mech uh, named Prisinidae, uh that Palladium seemed very interested in. But to sweeten the deal and try and make a good relationship with your organization, um, Augustine was offering up some other uh, information, that other information being uh, the location of Prasenidae themselves. Um, so uh, they kind of gave up like, okay, so there's a um, there is a, a wealthy um, philanthropist for lack of a better word, named Archer Gentry. Uh, he sold supplies and materials to the UR, UR, UPRC during the war. He's He was rich as hell before the war, uh, and his connections to the URP, UPRC made him richer. Um, he is a huge nut for, like, space exploration, uh, aeronautics, and old history stuff. Uh, typically, he deals primarily in, like, really old conflicts, but... He's been toe-dipping into the more recent war. Um, I guess after a decade, he can start collecting things. Uh, <laughs> and he has come across, he in his collection has uh, Prisinidae's body. So, uh, Palladium has been very uh, hype on this as of late. Uh, and it's probably the most engaged that you guys have seen Palladium in a long time. In a, in a hot minute. Uh, I mean, given you've only been with the organization for about two years, uh, so it's not like you've known you've known Palladium for a whole lot of time. Um, but Palladium's pretty stoic. But you can can tell that like there's a bit of a spring in their step uh, since they've gotten this information. Max, on the other hand, uh, feels with every fiber of the being that this is a fucking trap. This is the most obvious trap that's ever existed. Why are we sending troops into this palladium? This is a trap. <laughs> and that's the argument they've been having for probably about a week solid of just a small uh, kind like a small, probably like short, not like as short as Coop, but like shorter, uh, like punk punk rock looking sort of person with like a robot arm just like in a room screaming at like a, a fucking 25 foot tall robot <laughs> and like having an mm -hmm. art like an out and out drop down arguments with this giant robot it's been an interesting sight uh at base mm -hmm. for, for sure um so th that's sort of where we're finding finding it uh you guys have been tasked with doing this mission uh you're you're, you're, you're the best robot liberators. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, you're also sort of like the main strike team. Like you're the, the other people have joined the rest by the waters group. There, there are definitely other members of the organization, uh, but you're part of the inner circle. You're the ones that like palladium trusts the most. Um, I'm the boss. Yeah. Uh, and frankly, if it is a trap, uh, you're the one, uh, you guys are the ones that, uh, that, uh, Palladium trusts to be able to, like, get out of there. Uh, <laughs> I'm literally watching you all type right now. <laughs> um, but you guys are the ones that, uh, Palladium, uh, Palladium trusts, like, if it is a trap to be able to get yourselves out of there without getting, like, you know, captured or what have you. Because, uh, mm -hmm. like, even Palladium has to admit, yeah, it's kind of a trap, but, like, listen, like, Palladium has made the argument that um, with the drive data and Prasenidae, they, th they firmly believe, they don't really, if you press them on it, they don't really want to talk about it. But they, they tell you to trust them that, like, if they can get a hold of both of these things, then... So, something special will happen. Yeah. Like, they, they, I mean, they can make some real headway into waking up all of the AI. I mean, listen, you sent us to the Sun Sphere, which was run by Elijah, to get Pally in the first place. So I don't know if you got Pally. anything to say about sending people in traps or dangerous situations. <laughs> Max is like kind of like bites at their bottom lip and is like listen 
I think you guys are all standing in that same barn that we saw during like Spirit of 77, except now like you mm-hmm. guys are all standing around a table with kind of like a map on it and Dolly's there and Max is there. But also this time there's a 25 foot robot just kind of chilling. <laughs> there, we, we've got we've got the loft, the loft door open and Palladium's just got their head stuck in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like leaning in. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Max is like. What? We knew that was a dangerous situation. We knew. Th- so you didn't tell us that Elijah was there. I didn't realize that Elijah was your godfather. How was I supposed to know that? It's my whole backstory. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote it up for you and everything. Um, and then it's like you used it as a plot device or something. God. <laughs> Listen, but yeah, this is probably a trap. But it's just, you know, what are they going to have? They're going to have a rich feller's security detail? We'll deal with that. Listen, we came out of the Sun Sphere just fine if we're saying that that one... Are we saying one is more dangerous than the other? Because, I mean, like, we did that first one. Looks looks away as she says that. (laughs) Can we confirm that we have no relatives or godparents... (laughs) lurking at this one before we go just so we're emotionally prepared <laughs> we'll, we'll try and get a full uh, itinerary of uh, uh, like i'll cross-reference the uh the uh party family tree family tree yeah. yeah the um i think max is is like which is <sighs> just feel like we've been putting our neck out way too much lately i know i don't know i know there's the mission but the somebody's going to catch us if we keep making big moves and this feels like somebody trying to bait us into making one of those big moves we attacked we attacked the 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 uh the dry dock like we attacked the space dock uh we did that in our own backyard which was not a great idea to begin with and then we've been showing our faces all over Tupelo. And I know that the Rickies aren't on Tupelo, but goddammit, if they probably don't have a lot of fucking informants there. Um, and I think oh, Palladium, sure. we finally, we hear Palladium talk for like probably the first time on camera. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And Palladium says, we are at war with these people. And while the UPRC may not acknowledge us in that sort of way they are our enemy and we must eliminate them no one wins wars by making safe moves yeah and then plenty of sam puts his hand up to them yeah listen i mean doing dangerous shit steal robots that's why you hired us in the first place and either way you might be a Johnny and you might you might follow your lead a lot and you might even run this place most of the time but on paper I'm still half the leadership of this company and I'm sure it's all going I think Max like grips the bridge of their nose is like, good, I'm just, okay. All right. Fine. Nope. Seemingly no force in the universe can can talk talk sense into anybody here, so. Well, no, that's our job. And here, listen, if we do get captured, I already been to jail. We'll just make sure everyone else gets out and I'll take the fall. I'll bust out again. We'll be fine. You didn't bust out last time, Sam. <laughs> I'll bust out this time. <laughs> Last time, I didn't have Palladium to bust me out. Uh, right, pal? Are you implying <laughs> that you're going to get Palladium to come break you out of jail? Sam just points at Palladium. I think Palladium has no face, so there, there's, it has the best poker face. Um, <laughs> and is like, we would certainly make the effort. There we go. That's all we're doing is making the effort. Um... So I think uh, Max and Palladium begin to lay out the mission. So the the basic idea here 
is that uh, so here's the I'll just read this thing that I wrote verbatim. So here's the deal. Um, the fellow who has Presidente's body, Archer Gentry, he is holding a fundraiser event at his big fancy fucking house. Um, he is a huge space uh, exploration military buff. Uh, he has a massive collection. And when I say massive, I mean, like, Guy basically has his own private air and space museum on his property. Um, the fundraiser is going to be a, a masquerade with a charity auction. Uh, to your knowledge, Palladium, or uh, Prescindity is not part of the, the auction list. This is more just, like, regular shit that they have at, like, charity auctions. You know what I mean? Like very rich people charity auction shit, like art and and things along those lines. Um, a yacht. Yeah, there's a whole yacht. Uh, Space yacht. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he runs a charity that sponsors work programs, uh, so those who are still feeling the hurt economically from the war can help pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Uh, Let's not talk about the fact that, like, most of those jobs directly benefit mining companies that he's either friendly with or, frankly, is on the board of. But a job's a job, you know? That's basically his uh, his things. Like, you need to, you know, we, we can't just give you the means to get out, out out of this hole that we, you know, sort of made happen. But they will give us the means of production <laughs> yeah. so that we may seize them. Yeah, exactly. Um, but what you'll need to do is infiltrate the facility... Uh, somehow steal a whole ass mech and get the fuck out. Um, yeah, we've done it once. We'll do it again. It's, well, that mech was already supposed to be leaving, so this is a little bit more yeah, complicated. They, lo- they loaded that one on our ship. <laughs> um, so, uh, we are, let's get into, like, information gathering. Um, you guys have a couple of days uh, before the... Or you guys probably have, I would say, about a week before the charity auction. Uh, the auction is happening at, um, he does not live on uh, Live Oak. He, you know, Live Oak is much too of a backwater place for him. Um, oh, he man. lives on the planet of Durham. Uh, he has a, like, a large um, sort of, like, compound that he lives on there. Um, Durham's sort of like a... Most people would tell you that Durham is the closest place to uh, a bleed or a, a core planet that you'll get out here on the bleed. Uh, anyone from the core would think that's a rather quaint statement, but it's still probably the largest commercial hub. Uh, most of the major businesses that work in the bleed that have large connections back to the core have their main office on Durham. Um, in one of the various cities, it's got the largest population centers that you're going to find on the bleed. There's real proper cities. They're not tall. Um, they don't go up like a lot of the cities on the core do. They go out, uh, because they have a lot more space to sort of sprawl. They can sprawl outwards and not upwards. Um, but they're still actual, actual honest to goodness cities. Uh, now given, um, uh, Archer is not, uh, he is not uh, in one of those cities. His compound is is outside of it, but he you know he he probably commutes back and forth using I don't know space helicopters or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, so that's where he's at. Uh, getting onto Durham is easy. They at this point you guys are so good at like faking IDs and shit. You can get to where you need to. Uh, it's just now, are we. Mm-hmm. Like being provided the invitation, or oh, do we have to like secure imagine. an invitation to the masquerade? They don't. They don't. You're gonna try. You're gonna have to figure out your way into the party. Uh, unfortunately, oh they could not get like no one in the group. Right, like in the rest by the waters group does not have any sort of connections that could get them into this party. Um, the only reason they're going at this party is because there's going to already be a lot of people there. So maybe it'll be easier to slip in. Um, also, just scaring a lot of... Even if you guys just blow the side of the wall open and walk in, it's going to scare a lot of Rickies, and that's fun. Uh, <laughs> um, 
like Augustine was not the one who told you guys about this party. This like Augustine just told you this person has this this thing. Okay. So, okay. Mm-hmm. um, a lot of this information is not coming from Augustine. It's from your like you know from your own uh, intelligence sort of gathering apparatuses that you guys have. So wait, so Max, do you think Augustine's the one who's tricking us, trapping us, or do you think it's this just the fact that this fellow's got this thing is the trap? I think that it's very convenient that somebody calls us and tells us, ah, yes, I want to like I have heard a about the sec- your secret leadership like gesturing upwards at Palladium. Um, yeah, that that is that is unsettling. How how someone figure out something like that? And they seem to imply that they knew that Palladium wanted this inform like this information was specifically kind of like glances sort of sheepishly at Palladium uh, that this information was important to them specifically, uh, mm. and that just it doesn't sit well. And then being no, I've never I've dealt with a number of information brokers before, and none of them are nice enough to give you free shit. Yeah, <laughs> that is weird. That is an opportunity that we can't really pass up. Um. Well, while we're dealing with this shit, maybe we should find out how the hell someone like this could find information about Palladium. That's something. That's certainly something you could do. Uh, that would be. So we're getting information gathering. So like, if you have, uh, any- I, yeah, I, I'm not saying that this is something that we should that we're doing. I'm telling Max, hey, you should. <laughs> oh, do Max this. is Max is like, oh yeah, I'm already like. <laughs> we got shit to do. <laughs> I started. You should that go two figure out ago, who the hell knows worry. about Palladium. <laughs> yeah. As soon as as soon as the the phone started ringing, I was already googling it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. As far as yeah. As far as um. I don't know. I don't know any suits. I don't think we should. I don't know that we should try to go in all fancy looking. Um, There's no know. way I'm Caraway. not going in fancy looking. <laughs> Caraway's like, I can go to a fucking fancy party, motherfucker. Uh, yeah. How about Coop? How about you and me? We can look into getting an invitation or just, you know, slipping the. Let's do Slipping let's the, do the, this the, the a little game. bit out of order. Um, mm-hmm. I know this is not usually how uh, how a forged in the dark system sort of works, but what? Let's go ahead and, and let, let's take a look at the planning and engagement roles, um, mm-hmm. and then uh, let me detail to them those out to you. You don't necessarily have to pick one. We can go ahead and do your information gathering roles because, like, maybe or your like you're kind of like uh, not information gathering, but like your setup for the for for the engagement sort of stuff uh we'll go ahead and do those in case something in that changes you but let me remind you about like what the the actual like planning and engagement sort of stuff is that way so you're you're thinking like that way it can put into your all's head what you what you need to be thinking about you know if that's cool Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, there's assault, uh, that's do violence to a target, and a detail that I'll need is point of attack. Uh, there's deception, which is lure, trick, and manipulate. The detail of that one that I will need is the method of deception. Uh, there's infiltration, which is trespass unseen. Uh, the detail that I'll need is the point of infiltration. Uh, there's mystic, which is weird science, basically, for us. Um, I'll, um, it's engaged using super science. Uh, I'll need what kind of super science that you're using to do that. Uh, there's social, which is negotiate, bargain, or persuade. I'll need your social contact for that. And then there's transport, which is carry cargo or people through a danger. And I'll need the route and the means for that. Um, I, uh... Again, like because this is Forged in the Dark, don't worry too much about the minutia of the plans. Uh, just kind of like... If you want to case the joint, if you want to try and get a little bit of inf- like generalized information, that's cool. We don't need the detail of the plans. Literally, all I need is the thing, and we roll the dice. That's how Forge in the Dark is, so don't get too bogged down in the idea of creating like a deep plan. But I just wanted you to lay that out for you guys, because the other team's been doing engagement roles for like two and a half years at this point. <laughs> so so we're pretty like it's pretty built into like our brain. So I just want to let you guys know when you are gathering information on that, like what, what to, uh, to keep in mind. 
Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what I'm, what I'm, what it sounds like we want to do is infiltrate. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, conversely, because um, I know this was something that I had implied also in Spirit of '77 with some of Caraway's uh, setup. Mm-hmm. Is that she is a pretty well-known racer, and so there is a chance she might have some contacts that can at least get her in. I don't know if she might be able to pull a plus one, but she'll at least be able to, you know, like some way to be able to to get that set up. Also, that seems like something that could definitely happen. Like trying to get an invitation. Um, yeah, and so like I don't know if we want to like that would be more social for her social connections, but. That would be so. Yeah, uh, I think you would still need to try and like. I think you can either try and just go social, or if you wanted to try and maybe help things along, uh, you could try and mm-hmm. reach out to one of your contacts ahead of time uh, and get those yeah. invitations. Uh, to me, that sounds like a consort. But if you wanted to do something yeah. else, pitch me on it. Uh, the key thing with Forge in the Dark is you tell me what you want to roll, and I'll just tell you how hard it is. Oh, yeah, no, I'm definitely going to be leaning into my friends and social connections. I did get myself to and consort for this reason. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you've got that sweet, uh, you've got a sweet uh, identity, like secret identity now, too. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just kind of imagining that at least, like, her racer identity isn't connected to, obviously, Caraway because she's such like a young child no one would take her seriously right so she just has the nickname to go along with it and does she, everyone does she wear like, a cool oh, mask yeah. while she's racing is she like full-on <laughs> fucking char yeah, yeah. <laughs> and guess what it lights up <laughs> of course it does. she's just gonna wear her racing mask to the masquerade i mean Hell that's yeah, that's is. a good way to like get clout like yeah people like oh is that the blah, 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 blah? um so tell us tell us like uh so so what we're referring to is that while uh building the character uh mab gave we we pulled um we pulled a uh special ability from uh is it the, the ace, ace playbook yeah the ace yeah. playbook from um beam saber if you'll go ahead and read the special ability red comet for me Mab. yeah so it is you have a rep as a great pilot when you try to impress or dismay someone using your reputation, take plus one D. When you dramatically reveal yourself, others are briefly stunned. <laughs> um, and you'll be stunned when you see this fucking mask. It's true. Go ahead. Distri- <laughs> I guess describe the. Well, you know, we'll wait. We'll hold off on the mask. We'll hold off. Yeah, yeah. It'll we'll wait for the party because that seems like a good yeah. reveal. So, um, but yeah, I would. I would love to be able to do that. Like for for like helping set up. Um, so like infiltration, like we could go with the, the infiltration and entry point could literally just be the front door. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I would write, like to reach out to, oh, oh God, no, I have to think of contacts. Uh, I've got an NPC yeah. generator if you want. I can generate Thanks. some names for you. If you could, that would be swell. Uh, while you're doing that, I also want to know about security. Okay. Um, I imagine most of them don't live on the on the on the estate, right? They probably commute. Yes. Uh, cool. Um, yeah, I, I, there's probably a, a pretty regular security detail, but I, mm. so there's probably security people there, if not 24 hours a day, damn near close to it. Uh, but sure. they don't live but there. They there's go just in, like a guard. Yeah, they ship, go in. You shifts. know what I mean? Cool. How? How insane would it be if I t- tailed one home and then beat some information out of him? I mean, it wouldn't be that insane. Um, no, that's that seems like it's my my wheelhouse. Let's say it's about par for the course. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, is there is there an intimidation skill? Yeah, it's called command. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying yeah, it's called muscles. No. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could I could roll I could roll scrap as a as a as a information gathering roll if you want me well, to. Let me tell you that, but okay, I could also so, just so command them. Let me pull you up here real quick. Sorry, I'm getting everybody's character sheets pulled up, and it's just like me. I might stretch this whole thing across. Can I stretch this window across two screens? I can. Wonderful. Um, God, I love having multiple monitors. It's the best. Um, I am going to tell you this. So, I... 
if you wanted to use command here, uh, it would probably be, it's, it's going to be, yeah, if you're going to use command, uh, it's going to be, uh, risky, uh, risky standard. Oh, is this a, is an action rule? It's not an information gathering rule? Um, there can be some consequences for, like, roughing up a guard, for sure. Mm. There's Even mm. on information gathering rules, there's consequences that can affect the game as you go forward, you know? Sure. Um, yeah. So I would say, like, risky standard for command. Uh, if you did want to use scrap, if you wanted to physically harm this man, it would be desperate great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, but that's uh, a choice. <laughs> I mean, oh man, that does sound like fun. <laughs> uh, so okay, so <laughs> the risk <laughs> there being if you physically harm him, that like it's going to be more. Like it's gonna be no more noteworthy, you know. Like I'm, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna be alerting people, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, my like, I want to get information and then maybe just take like his stuff to go and be a guard. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't think about that. Okay, uh, act- same actually. It's still the same on both because it's gonna, yeah, still like, you're, yeah, you know. But you know what? Here's the thing: when I'm striking in melee. I get plus one die. Oh my god, <laughs> just, you hit so hard. So yeah, you have like, what is that? Crew. The wrecking crew is that the? I'm, I'm I have the wrecking crew ability as the muscle. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I think I'm gonna just beat him up. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This is gonna be a this first real roll of this whole thing is gonna be set. Listen. Okay. How about? If people want to do some other stuff first, <laughs> they should do some other stuff first. I have that NPC the for gonna... you, Caraway. Hell Thank yeah. You. Okay, so um, we have uh, I f- maybe your contact. Like, here's me pitching your contact. Your contact uh, here is uh, Sin Deny Lawrenson. Uh, uses she/her pronouns. Uh, she's a sort of like a more like built. Um, black lady, she's got, uh, like, long hair, it's very well done, uh, while she is definitely, like, she's a lady who could definitely kick your fucking ass, she dresses, like, real, like, real femme dress, uh, I think what she is, is for you, what she is, is she's, um, she's probably, like, a race coordinator, or more specifically, she's, um, she's a person who, she's a bookie, that's it, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, she's a bookie. Uh, one of the nice things about Sin Denai is that she, uh, doesn't need, uh, any muscle because she'll just break your own, she'll break your, your legs, her own goddamn self if you don't pay her. Mm Um, uh, uh, but she, she is a pretty well-connected bookie. And the nice thing about gambling is that it, it, it it crosses class divide. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. We all know how much them them rich war profiteers also would love to gamble. It's true. Okay, so I think yeah. that she's who you're. She's she is who you're talking to. Um, yes. Controlled standard would be the role on this. Uh, Beautiful. There's very little blowback that can happen from you being like, "Hey, I want to get into this party." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's a six. That is a six. six, baby. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let let let's let let's take a look and see what the scene looks like. So, like, you step into. Are you going? Do you like call Cindy and I? Like, do like a like a meet and greet for lunch, or is this like a? Uh... Yeah, I would imagine that it's something that we do when we're on planet, like on Durham, mm-hmm. um, and just be like, just give her a call up and just be like, hey. I have a just I guess a teeny tiny favor I would love to ask of you if you would like to get lunch I'm uh I'm planet side your side love to see you uh does she know like your real face and your real name or does she only deal with you through your I alias? think so uh, because 
my vice is also gambling. Uh-huh. So I probably do both through her. (laughs) (laughs) You get jobs and then give her. She loves this arrangement. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) You like she loves a high roller that also earns her money. Um, Yes. (laughs) So, yeah, I think uh, she meets you at this like. uh, Yeah, she's she's like, uh, of of course, darling, meet me at. uh," And she gives you like the address for like a little. a little place. It, it's kind of like a breakfast nook place. Um, mm-hmm. She meets you at probably like 1030, like 11 ish. So she, you're doing brunch. Um, mm-hmm. She is uh, like she sits down and she's having like the like fun combination of like some kind of like zhuzhed up biscuits and gravy. Um, oh, yeah. And, and a mimosa. Uh, when you when you come up, she's like sitting outside at a table um, and uh, wearing like sunglasses. Uh, what, what's the what's this outfit look like? I think what she's wearing is like a like uh, a pencil skirt uh, and then uh, like a like a charcoal gray pencil skirt and then leggings, uh, heels. Uh, she doesn't have a she doesn't have like um, a throw or anything on. It's it's kind of warm. It's springish, um, so it's a little bit chilly outside, but not enough that you would want to want to wear a jacket, uh, especially because it's probably going to get warmer as the day goes along. Uh, and I think she's wearing kind of like a red uh, a red blouse, like button up blouse, and she's got the sleeves rolled up a little bit so you can kind of like showing off the guns. Uh, Hell yeah. And she, like, invites you to sit down. And she's like... <sighs> um, and you told her that you wanted tickets... Did you tell her that you wanted tickets to this ahead of time? Uh, no, I was going to just bring it up to okay. her now. Unless, yeah. yeah. So I think she she says, like, go ahead and order. Uh, go ahead and order. I'll get... Like, you're new in... I, I think... Is this the first time you've been on Durham, I think? Probably. Yeah, it's true. I, she's like, I'm surprised to see you here, darling. Uh... This doesn't necessarily kind of like gestures around at the city like this doesn't necessarily seem like your scene, but it's nice to see you in person. Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, order whatever you like. It's on me. Kind of a welcome to the city Ooh. present. Thanks. Exciting. And what can I, yeah, uh, what can I do for you? Well, so there is this. Hmm, so there's this party that's going to be going on, right? Uh, some, some stuff shirt, uh, Archer Gentry, he's got a masquerade going on for his charity auction, whatever shenanigans, I don't know. I, I mostly take the rich people's money, I don't deal with them. Or I win you their money. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, you do. Uh. Um, so, yeah, I would love to do a little FaceTime, I guess. Um, so obviously, you know, as, as someone of my racing caliber, I find it hard to believe that they wouldn't have heard of me, but, um, I would like to, I would like to get in on that party scene, you know, uh, I'm 21 now. So that means that I can start doing shenanigans without my siblings for one no it's not true but uh you know so i was just wondering if you could if you could get me an in and of course oh go ahead go on sorry no i didn't have an end to that sentence actually i certainly think that i might be able to pull a few strings i know for a fact that uh a few of the members of that guest list uh are in my little black book and mm-hmm. would probably love to meet uh, a f- racer of your caliber. Um, given, I would, I personally would prefer it if you kept your actual identity secret. It kind of helps add to your mystique, and it's easy to get get bets on you that way or against you. And you know, that's honestly the better, you know the that better works. angle. Um, <laughs> but the but I think I can get you. Uh, I can get you a ticket. Are you going to be? Are you going to have? Uh, are you going to have uh, somebody with? Like kind of like like playing up. Like you're going to have somebody with you. Do you need a plus one? 
A plus one would be fantastic, actually. Okay, I think I can probably swing that. Um, she gets some contact information with uh, from you about like where where you're chilling out in the city and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you you got a six on that consort, like you you're gonna get them tickets. You've got tickets in. Oh yeah. So. Cool. I love that it's gone from invitations to tickets. Like this is a yes. <laughs> I mean, concert. it comes with a ticket on a silent. O- I don't know. Silent auction yeah, tickets. Who knows? That's true. Yeah. Yeah, good. You get a get get access to that special thing. Yeah. All right, Coop. You got you got an angle. Yeah, uh, I think Coop's approach is going to be to maybe maybe not hack in directly, but it's going to do some research into the layout of the property, see if there are any public records from the building of the house and the attached warehouse, and wants to get an idea of what the security systems are like. Okay. What's mm. going to be the best point of exit while their siblings figure out the best point of entry? <laughs> Seems, so, seems good. Co- always thinking ahead. <laughs> well, yeah. I was just imagining straight through a wall, probably. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, which is the best wall? <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. You don't want to take a load bearing oh, one down on top room. of you. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So okay, uh, how do you, how how was Coop going to go about this? I was just trying sat here thinking about this uh, whether there is like public records of such a thing. Whether it's like getting, I mean, a developed planet like this, uh, this if this guy's smart or not smart enough, he might be on the grid and it's a matter of just trying to hack in. Um, I'm going to make an argument for hack or my cheat for hacking. Um, What's your cheat for hacking? Or study. I use my robot. Oh. Uh, who ha- and so I can use a tune rather than hack. <laughs> oh, all right. Because it's like a team effort. So, um, yeah, I mean, you have the robot, so like that lets you do that. Mm-hmm. So I don't see any, uh, I don't see any, yeah. any issue with that. Yeah. Right? If it's trying to interface with more with like security systems and get an idea of the schematics, then I think it would be more of a, like trying to get into the properties, security systems. It may be even it's like cameras to get a yeah. layout. Yeah, I think that. I mean, somebody probably built this place as well, so like they might yeah. have like a like a architectural firm or something. Yeah, so maybe it's studying first to find out. Okay, where do I go to find the information? And then it's like hacking the system. Um, I'm not. I'm not like a huge on like a role mm-hmm. leading into a role, especially in like Forged in the Dark. It just sort of sure. slows things down. If we want to do, if we want to do hacking into the system, let's just hack into the system. Um, and right. I, if you like, if your robot lets you attune, use a tune, do that. Um, I would say it's probably mm-hmm. you're going into the system. I'm going to say risky standard because okay. you could trip some alarms or leave a trace or you know a fingerprint. So all right, risky standard. That's a six. Hell yeah. That's a six. It's all going to go great now. Wait till we get in the mission and it's just like all ones yeah, all the uh, way down. It looks good. I've uh, thought so some things and I'm not you, saying them out loud. Uh, you get the information that you're looking for. You get like a, a more or less uh, complete layout of the of the building. Um, it probably it doesn't have literally everything on there. Sure. Um, but you've got like a pretty solid layout about what's what and what's where. Um, it doesn't have the exact mm-hmm. location of like pal- like it doesn't have. I almost said palladium of Presenidae. Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, but I think uh, you would be able to. Like you obviously you you might be able to figure out like uh, narrow down the location so you're not having to like scrounge through an entire giant warehouse facility to like try and find this mech. Um, mm-hmm. It also kind of gives you like all right you you know where most of the security cameras are you know where most of the security doors are all of that jazz so gonna help you kind of the getting in part is gonna be a lot easier this time around. Sweet.
Hi, it's Brian, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, or telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us by adding us on Twitter at RoomwarePod. We are also part of a non-profit podcasting guild called Standing Stone Productions. We do a variety of shows, including Follow the Leader, The Escafil Files, and Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv forward slash standingstonesprod. Uh, you can keep up with us in everything that we do on Twitter. It's at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, standing stones was already taken. Your support means a lot to us, and thank you so much.